Hey y'all, welcome to A Taste of Southern Soul. I'm your host, Doreen Stewart. In this episode, I will be talking about the continuing journey of my family from Virginia to the hills of Tennessee, where we visited with my grandparents. As we journeyed here and we visited with each sets of grandparents, my mothers and my fathers, then on Sunday, we had to meet with all the aunts and uncles and cousins. And this was a special occasion on this Sunday because it would always be, usually in the summer, the weekend of Father's Day. But this just wasn't about Father's Day. This was about homecoming. Now, if you don't know about a church homecoming, especially a missionary African-American Baptist church homecoming in the rural state of Tennessee, let me tell you about it. My great-grandmother, Maddie King, she donated the land for our church. And for over 150 years, our family has had homecoming on every third Sunday in June. Now, we haven't always had the same church building in itself, but the church family all my aunts and uncles and cousins from decades ago till now no matter where you lived no matter where you were you knew on the third Sunday in June at 11 o'clock p.m. that your place was to be in Elmwood, Tennessee at Mount Pilgrim Missionary Baptist Church. Now, my church, usually, we're lucky if there's 15 of us. Again, it's a family church. And a lot of people have moved away. They got their jobs, they got their education because it's such a rural area. You know, they had to make their own way. And a lot of times it took people all over the world. But on the third Sunday, there would be so many people that the cars would be lined up on the side of the road into the next town, which was Chestnut, is Chestnut, Chestnut Mound. And that is just a sight to see. And so passerby, buyers that are neighbors, they know what's going on. Because you run into them like a next week or so, and they'll say, Oh, y'all had your homecoming. We saw all the cars. And that is if they didn't come that day themselves. 
Now, when I was little, and we would be visiting my grandparents during this time, my mother and my grandmothers and my aunts, my cousins, myself, we'd always be busy preparing for homecoming. Now, the men would make sure that the tents were up, the church was cleaned, that we had the chairs available because it was a small country church and everybody couldn't fit inside, but we'd have have people outside too. And we'd serve back when I was younger, we didn't have a kitchen. So we put all the food under the tents on these big, long tables. And it was just, I I mean, I don't know how a handful of women managed to cook so much food, but it was done. Year after year, it is done. You would start prepping weeks ahead of time for homecoming. Now, of course, you wouldn't be preparing the food, but you would be preparing the menus, passing out the menus. Everyone had certain things that they had to cook, and they had the serving amount that they had to prepare. So you would be getting your groceries during that week, and then probably about Thursday, you'd be getting on the phone, And you would be talking, you know, my grandma would be talking to my mother or my other grandma and say, what did you get? What are you having to fix? Says, oh, this is what I have to fix. (laughs) And, you know, it was just excitement in the air because we knew people we hadn't seen maybe in a year, maybe even longer. Some people were in the military like my father was and they couldn't always come, but we knew we were going to see our family. So, Grandma would have huge amounts of food that she had to prepare. And so would my other grandmother and my mother. So, we would be in the kitchen and, you know, they'd give me my task, whether it be peeling eggs, you know, something simple since I was so little then. And then they would be sitting around the table and laughing and giggling and talking about things, you know, in the family. And then when it was grown people's talk, then you had to go outside. They'd send all the youngins outside. (laughs) So you knew it was grown people's talk then. Or it was time for days of our lives, the soap opera. So you had to go out then too. <laughs> but anyway, so when homecoming has arrived, everybody would go to morning service. The women would pile in and bring all the food. And we'd have the sermon, and we'd have the choir sing those old spiritual gospels. And after 
first service was over, then we would prepare for lunch. And as an adult, I will say that I do enjoy homecoming immensely. But when it's time to prepare the lunch, I really don't look forward to it. (laughs) Because like I said, we're a small church. We are a small church, a handful of us women prepare food for at least 300 servings and and we get it done but lord have mercy come monday morning we are dead tired (laughs) we are dead tired we all know we don't talk to one another we are tired we are resting it takes us two or three days to recuperate (laughs) Because not only do you have to fix the food, then you have to serve the food. And because there's so many people, it's a line after line after line after line. And everything you can imagine would be served. Nothing was left behind. It was just like grandma's table. You had to have everybody's favorite food, so everything was prepared And then after we served it, then we'd have to go back for a second service, which is usually around 2.30, 3 o'clock. And we'd hear another sermon and more singing, a guest choir, usually uh, cousins from another church most of the time. And then afterwards, we would, the women folk would have to do all the cleaning in the kitchen. And then the next day, the men would come back, empty the trash and, you know, help clean, clean the church. But it's always a special time every time. And this year, because of the COVID we haven't, we weren't able to have our homecoming, and we've never, ever not had our homecoming. So it was really kind of sad that we couldn't get together. And I could say that I really missed preparing the food for everyone. So next year, hopefully. When we have our homecoming, you won't hear me complain about cooking and serving the food because I'll be seeing hopefully some of you, some of my family, my friends who I haven't seen in a long time. And there's nothing more than I would love to do than to listen to the good Lord's sermon and fellowship with my loved ones. There's absolutely nothing and nowhere I would rather be than with my family and friends during homecoming. 